What up, guys? It's me again, and welcome to the This Is My Moment podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Mitchell, and you know, here at This Is My Moment, we love to smile, we love meeting new people, and we love having a good time. And oh yeah, it's season two, baby! Let's go to work. There ain't no stopping it, this is my moment. Uh, join the movement, we bringing people together, bringing positivity, making changes for the better. So I told you guys, man, in season two, we was going to do it crazy. I got a cat with me right now, man. He from Canada. He in Canada. So we talking We talking to our neighbors to the north. I think that's what we used to call it, right? Hey, introduce yourself to the family. Hey, everybody. Uh, name is Blake. Uh, 49. Well, sorry, 48. We'll be 49. Can't remember my own age half the time. And um, I work as a personal trainer. Uh, I do some motivational speaking myself. I've yeah. been dabbling in acting, just finished shooting a commercial. Okay. Um, and I also am a writer for a fitness magazine. And yeah. you want me just to kind of leave it at that for now and let you... Uh... Yeah, close it out. Close it out. Let me ask you some questions. Sounds good. So here's the deal, man. Before I start asking questions, I'm researching you, right? I'm looking up who this cat is, right? And I come across this thing, and it says, Silverback... Viking. Is that a true statement? That is what my buddies call me. That's my uh, online persona. Okay, so let me ask you this. Is there a version of this story that's PG-ish that you could tell the family? Kind of PG, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Make it PG. Um, I play poker with some of my buddies. We get together about once a month. Yeah. And uh, to be honest, this is more a bunch of ex-husband first ex-husband's club than a poker game we <laughs> complain more about what we pay in alimony and child support and yeah 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 then we actually do play cards we actually have a printout of what hand beats what on the table so yeah. when somebody asks for the piece of paper you see how far down their hand goes you know roughly if you should stay in the hand or not but anyways um we're sitting there the one night it was uh getting pretty late in the evening there were a couple of uh, we'll say beverages consumed i like that and um some of my friends were trying to decide if I looked more like a gorilla, a silverback, or a Viking. And the two sides started to get a little heated because there were some beverages involved and kind of slurred it out. I said, well, why don't you just call me the silverback Viking? And everybody just kind of paused, and that's how I ended up with the nickname. <laughs> we going to do it. We're going to find a way to have some fun anytime, ain't we? I love it. That's a great story, man. That's great. I'm going to just tell you this, man, before I ask the first question. I'm loving the cut. I'm loving the. I'm loving the goatee and beard, brother. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate <laughs> you got going on there as well. It's real trendy. <laughs> I just did this about a month ago. I uh, yeah. did a commercial for Telus in Toronto. Yeah, and I had the full head of hair, the full beard, and everything. And they asked me to go down to this and yeah, done this look before. And I was like, hey, I kind of like this. Got rid of a lot of the white hair that I had. So <laughs> I dig it. All right, let me ask you a question, man. 2018, heart attack. Yep, yeah, that was quite the year. Give me a little bit, bit man. man. Tell, Tell me about, about it. What, what happened? happened? January 18th, I yeah. was walking down the street, Young Street in Toronto. Yeah. And um, like I, I knew something was coming. I had the warning signs for a couple months beforehand. Like I had the pains in my left arm, couldn't hardly catch my breath, felt like my heart was going to jump out of my chest. I was in my early 40s and I was just, I did what any guy in their early 40s would do. I just, I, you know, I ignored it. I just, I'll, yeah. I, you know, if I just keep walking, I'll be fine. But uh, yeah. I was over 530 pounds at the time. 
And I, I wasn't I wasn't fine that day. I uh, I remember reaching out to grab the building next to me to steady myself. Yeah. And then the next thing I know, I'm floating in this absolute abyss of nothingness. And uh, for me, it felt like I was in that for hundreds and hundreds of years, but it was actually only about 45 seconds. Luckily, wow. there were paramedics close by. They brought me back and I had uh, angioplasty done. I spent uh, some time in the hospital. Uh, when I fell from the heart attack, because of how heavy I was, I blew out my left knee, tore my ACL, damaged the MCL, LCL. So I had to recover from that as well. Yeah. But uh, that was definitely a wake-up call for me, that if I didn't make some life changes, my daughter wouldn't know who I was. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, Blake, man. You said it brought you back. I ain't the, I ain't the smartest cat. But when you come back for something, that means you went somewhere. Did they, did they give you, or did they pronounce you dead or something? My heart had stopped, and they did bring me back. Um, okay. Yeah, so while I, I briefly mentioned, like, when my heart had actually stopped, and for me, like, I was no longer here. It, oh, wow. For me, it felt like I was just floating in this absolute abyss yeah. of nothingness. It was no light, no sound, and for me, that felt like it was hundreds of years, but it was only a couple of seconds. That's crazy. Let me ask you this. So... When they brought you back and you came back, your knee was messed up, man, 530 pounds, whatnot, and you decided to make that change. What is the very first thing that you changed, man? Like, what did you change first? My mindset. That was the very first yeah. thing that I had to change. Anybody has to change it. You have to be ready to make that change. It's a, it's a complete lifestyle change that you make. Yeah. I was fighting with some mental health issues at the time, too, which is why I had gotten so big. Yeah. It was a, a mostly my life choices. I turned to beer and alcohol, and yeah. I was drinking almost a case of beer a day, and I was ordering in a couple pizzas a day kind of thing. And I literally, yeah. I just sat on the couch and felt miserable because of how big I was. And the worse I felt about how big I was, I turned to food because that's what I always turned to for yeah. kind of emotional trauma or anything yeah and it just it was this cycle i was caught in let me ask you this man you talk about mental health and right and i'm a component i'm a component of mental spiritual and physical health all the, the, the three of them are all combined all being in balance and when one is out of sorts you kind of feel different right and and and, exactly. and maybe you can't put a name on it you know what i mean but once you get it all back in line you can start changing that lifestyle right when you changed your mentality, when you changed the way that you thought about it, was everything else easier or did it? Did you still have to like put that super effort in? Because I know it's going to be effort, but sometimes at that process and at that weight, man, and then change it mentally, and, but you still like comfort food. Like I still like pizza and beer. Like what did, where were you at mentally, man, to make that change? My my dad was pretty young when he passed away. He, uh, we lost him to cancer just over 20 years ago. And I have a baby brother. And my brother was very young when my dad passed. And that was a part of it for me as well, was the, yeah. knowing the pain my brother went through having lost his dad that young. Yeah. That I didn't want my daughter, because my daughter was uh, 12 when this all happened. I didn't want my daughter to lose her dad. So that was also a motivating thing for me. That played mm. in my mind constantly. It's like, I'm not going to end up like my dad. So with that change in my mental mindset, and that was really helped me get my emotions under control because I, I was an emotional leader. 
I, I touched yeah. on that a little bit. And with that, then the physical started to come along as well. Like with yeah. between the heart attack and blowing out my knee, literally when I was out of the hospital, I would go from my backyard, the, my back door on crutches to where the fence was. It was about 40 feet. And it took yeah. everything I had just to walk those 40 feet. And I'd stand at the yeah. fence, holding the fence for a couple minutes in order to turn yeah. down and walk back. And that's how I started was just these little walks in the backyard. Man. That's crazy. But you know what? The furthest journey. Starts with that single step. Starts with a single step. So, man, congratulations, man, and 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 good for you. I'm a I'ma ask you something, and I'm not I'm not making a joke, but it says that you lost three hundred pounds. Yes. Do, Do you, you know, know that's, that's two, two people? people? I yeah, I, I You literally lost the weight of having two people. What and when I think about that, right, I think, man, for me, when I go through my weight phases, right, and I, and I, I go to the gym, and then I, I plateau because I lose a certain amount, right, and then I kind of get down on myself because I hit that mark, and it takes everything that I have to go under that, but then it's easy to go above that, right? Were you a gym guy? Were you a cardio guy? Like, when you hit that plateau, right, when you started stalling out, what did you do? To, to drop it and and, and, and and keep moving down. What'd you do? A couple of things. So like when I started out, I was a cardio guy because for me, the biggest thing was getting the weight off, taking that pressure off of my heart. Um, when I got down close to about 325 pounds, like I should mention, like I'm six foot seven. So me at 325, it's yeah. not bad for me. Yeah, like I, I'm sitting at 280 right now as it is. Yeah. But um. So once I got down around that 325 and I started to plateau at that weight, that's when I started actually lifting the weights, getting into the bodybuilding lifestyle. Yeah. And I also hired my own trainer at the time too. Like I now train people myself, but I still have my own trainer. My trainer has a trainer. Yeah, of course. It's that trickle down of information that we have as well. Yeah. That's solid, man. You say six, seven. I know why they, I know why they call you the silverback Viking. Brother, you a big dude. <laughs> Well, I find it funny because, like, I, I know I'm a big guy, but I don't really see it in my head just how big I actually am. Yeah. Until, like, last night when I was out at the restaurant and I'm walking through the restaurant <laughs> and I'm, I'm with my friends in that. And they're average height people, about 5'7", five, 5'8", five, around in there. And I'm standing a good foot above all of them. And people in the restaurant are all turning to look. And I'm like, well, what's everybody looking at? And I'm trying to figure it out. And then my, my friend Stephanie is like, like it, it's you they're looking at him. <laughs> <laughs> what you looking around for, man? You the reason. Well, actually, so I do have to tell you this story. I'll, I'll keep it PG. So uh, I was up for dinner last night, like I was saying. We were having some beverages. and yeah. um, So I, I had to use the, the men's room. So I walked into the men's room. And you walk into the door. And the, the stalls are here. Then you turn over this way. And next to the yeah. stalls is where the urinals are, the two urinals. And there, there's yeah. one guy standing there already using the urinals. There's no divider between the two of them. And there's as I'm walking toilet. over, the, the, I'm about five, six feet away from that. And all of a sudden, he turns around. And he goes, holy crap. He says, I'm standing here peeing. And he says, all of a sudden, everything just went dark. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't miss a beat. I just looked at him and said, yeah, well, some of my friends call me Eclipse. Come on, man. <laughs> Oh, the, 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 the way the guy was laughing, I said, I'll let you finish up. I won't, like, squeeze in there next year. So, like, oh, I appreciate that. Thank you. 
Hey, like, you know what's funny, man? Like, like to me, I'm listening to you laugh and joke and smile, man. And and when people see you, I'm quite sure with the bald head and the goatee that that's not what they getting. Is this this we used to call them uh, friendly giants? You know what I mean? Yeah, you did, man. So yeah, man, good for you, man. I, 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 and, and glad you let him finish, man. Don't make him nervous. <laughs> well, I, I, I've been on the other side of that when I was a lot younger and not as big. It would be like you're being all yeah. this great big guy would stand next to you. It's like, well, I guess I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> let me. Let me ask you this, man. So for me, right, when I was going through my body formations, I told you that I, I was never a scale guy, right? I was never a scale guy. Uh, I think to me the scale was, I don't know, man. It just didn't treat me right. I was a closed guy because I could gain muscle mass, right, and still be the same weight, but it looked different. It felt different, right? Different body so, composition, yeah. Right. So I'm a closed guy. I like the way my clothes fit. I like the way they look, not so much a scale guy. When you were going through that formation, when you're talking to your clients, what are you preaching? Or are you preaching something different for you and something to the clients? Like, what are you telling them? What are you telling yourself? What are you? It, it depends on the client I'm talking to as to what I yeah. go by. Um, I have some clients who were in a similar position I was, the rather larger people. And with them, I, I, I do push the scale at this point because that's the main thing for them is getting the weight down. We're yeah. focusing on dropping the weight. Yeah. I have some other clients that are not really overweight, like maybe 10, 15 pounds above what they want to be. Yeah. But they also say, oh, my, my favorite thing is when I give new clients, say, oh, I just want to tone. Yeah. Those people, I, I push more the body composition, the way the clothes feel, the measurements, not the weight. Because yeah. what, what this kind of gets me sometimes when people say, oh, a pound of muscle weighs more than a pound of fat. No, 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 no. They both, they're both a pound. But the pound yeah. of fat isn't as dense as the pound of muscle. So, like, people are quite surprised to find out that I'm still 280 pounds. Because like yeah. I, I still have, I, I don't have great abs at the moment, but the, like I still have the lines there. Yeah. But because I I have a fair amount of muscle on my frame right now, it, it's dense, so I, they don't see the weight. Where I've had pictures where I was sitting around 240, 250, and I look heavier than I am now oh, wow. because of the difference in the body composition. Yeah. Yeah. So for myself personally, when I first started my journey, I was a scale guy. To the point that it almost became a problem. I found when I caught myself, I was weighing myself multiple times a day. Yeah. And that's something that started to mess with my mind. Mm. Throughout the day, especially when you're bigger, the scale can fluctuate quite a bit. Like even now, yeah. my weight fluctuates six pounds in a day. Yeah. And I know that because the relationship I have with the scale now is I weigh myself when I first get up in the morning. Mm -hmm. And then I weigh myself again right before I go to bed. Yeah, that's I, I weigh myself twice a day versus the five or six times I used to. And I've had some clients who have done the same thing where they'll do me send me a check in. They're like, well, at this time on this day, I weighed this much. And then an hour later, I weighed this. An hour after that, I weighed that. And is my yeah. scale broken? And it's like, well, no, you're also telling me you ate meals and drank water mm -hmm. during that time. So, of course, your weight's going to go up and everything we put into our body, it comes out at some point. So that yeah. brings your weight down. And yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. What are how mentally tough, man? How mentally tough was it to lose those three hundred pounds, man? Like I sit here and I 
I, dude, I struggle with 30 pounds, man. Like, I couldn't imagine, like, the mental fortitude that it took. What was your motivation to keep going, man, besides your daughter? You said your daughter because your pops left early. But but at the end of the day, you can do it for someone else, but it all starts here, right? Like, how tough were you mentally, man? We, we touched a little bit about how all three are intertwined. Yeah. yeah. For me... It was tough. I'm not going to say it was a walk in the park. It wasn't easy. But at yeah. the same time, I knew what the consequence was if I didn't lose that weight. Literally, uh, my life depended on me losing that weight. Yeah. So that, yeah. that was quite the motivational factor. Um, I surrounded myself with good people, people who helped support you, which, yeah, exactly. Um, uh, the, uh, you know, you have like that one rotten apple with a bunch of apples and then they all turn. It's the same thing with people. You have one person yeah. with that negative mindset and um, you're the sum of the three people you spend the most time with. So right, make sure right. those three people support you, help motivate you and inspire you. Mm -hmm. yep. It's actually, no, I can't say that. I'm going to keep it PG. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny, right? In my speeches, man, I talk about addition by subtraction, right? And a lot of people, a lot of people look at me crazy, right? When when I say like, how how do you do that? I said this is why, and it's just what you said. I have three people. Two of those people are super positive. One of those one of those people is negative. So I'm only getting. I have three people, but only two are benefiting Patrick, right? So now I'm down. I'm down to one person. You take away one. So what I do is I surround myself with only positive people. So I take away that guy, the, the negative guy, I still got two. So now instead of having one positive person because you done offset one, now I got two. So I continually take and change the way that my circle looks depending on what value you add to me. And this is the yeah. thing. I'm not, I'm not a me person. Like I am not a me person. But at the same time, I don't want who I am and what I believe in and the positivity in my light to be darkened because someone else is, everything that comes out of their mouth is negative. Oh, man, you can't do it. Why don't you just do this instead? Why don't you go get this? Why do you keep fighting for this? Like, like I don't want that. Like, I want the people in my circle to be like, hey, you going to try it? Let's go do it. Hey, don't stop doing it, man. Oh, hey, man, it's getting tough. I know it's tough, but you can do it. If anybody can do it, you can do it. You know what I mean? And those are the people that I keep in my circle to this day. And I tell people, my circle is the size of a period, brother. It ain't that many cats in it. And you know what? And I'm just fine with it. How is your support structure now? Do you have those same cats in your life that at 530 that you do at 280? Or did you change the circle? My, my circle is constantly evolving uh, yeah. depending on what, I, I don't say what I need, but what I aspire to have in my life. Yeah. Um, been doing a lot of acting the past little bit as well, which is something I've wanted to do since I was a little kid. Yeah. So right now it's my circle is kind of fluctuating a little bit from the bodybuilding fitness people, the motivational people I have in my life too. I've been bringing a couple of actors and directors in as well. Yeah. It's, it's just, like I said, it's just constantly evolving depending on where I am in my life at the moment. Yeah. It's, um, some of my friends actually they're doing a lot of the like the obstacle runs, the mud runs, running yeah. marathons. I yeah. am not a runner. I will never be a runner. They can go and run that, and I tell them like I'll be there cheering you on at the finish yeah. line or something or part way. 
But yeah, I will never be doing those runs with them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, man, I tell you, like, I've been looking into trying to dabble into acting, right? And I saw that you did a commercial, right? So, I'm going to touch on that, but I'm going to ask you something first. I saw that you won Toronto Lifestyle Pro Show 2022. Is that a thing? Yeah, yeah. So, um, oh, how many years ago was it? About five or six years ago, I was scrolling through Facebook one morning, having my yeah. morning cup of coffee that I'm, I'm working on right now as well. <laughs> and um, I saw this thing pop up called Radical Body Transformations. Yeah. And I, I started reading it a little bit, and it was about people like myself who had gone through something in their life which caused them to not be happy with how they were physically and then make changes. And Yeah. And, and so I, I, I don't know why. Usually I see something like that. I'm like, oh, that's nice, and I just keep scrolling. But this time I actually sent them my story with my uh, to the email they had and everything. And um I have now been a part of, I'm going to call them my family, this Radical Body Transformation family for a good five or six years. Solid. And it was through them that they had this transformation category at the Toronto Pro Show last June. And yeah. it was the first time they ever had that. Yeah. And so I, it was great because I got to meet these people I've been friends with online for five or six years, finally get to meet a lot of them in person. Yeah. And it, it was just, it was the amount of camaraderie behind the stage, because it wasn't your typical bodybuilding show. Like we did, I did go out and swim trunks <clears> in the first round, but <throat> then they had like, um, where I was wearing shirt, tie, dress pants. Yeah. And what was nice is when you went out, they had two great big TV monitors on either side of the, the stage. Yeah. And they had your before pictures on there. And then wow. the MC gave a little blurb about like what you started at, what you went through. And then, and here he is now. And at that point, you walk out on stage. Yeah. And just being backstage, hearing the stories of the people. And I'm not, there was quite a few tears shed by people, manly tears, but there were still tears shed. Oh, and, yeah. But a lot of times in other bodybuilding shows I've been involved with, yeah. there's no, the, the competitors don't talk to each other. They're very hush hush about everything. Yeah. Backstage, we were cracking jokes with each other. Um, we had about three or four steps to get up to the stage. Right. And so myself and one of the other guys, we were on the one side of the stage, we were helping some of the ladies get up on stage and their heels yeah. and that. Because they were wearing longer dresses too for the one. So uh, one of the competitors even had uh, lost her leg just below the hip. Mm. So she was, we were helping her up on stage. And two of the yeah. other guys are on the other side of the stage helping the ladies get down off the stage. Yeah. And it's just this absolute feeling of family and it was so nice. And up. it did cross off a major thing on my bucket list was to step on stage. Um, right now I am working on adding some muscle to my body. I'm taking about two years off from any of the photo shoots or the competitions yeah. to focus on eating eat a clean bulk. I'm going to eat clean, but add some muscle. And then I'm hoping the year I turned 50 to do another prep and get on stage and do yeah. an actual classic physique show instead of a transformation one. Good luck to you, brother. I can't wait to see what happens. It's uh, getting harder as I get older, but I'm not, not going to stop. <laughs> so, at the end of every show, I like to uh, see how genuine you are with your answers, right? I started, I started last season, and I actually named it. We're going to play a little game. I call it Pick One. I'm going to give you two choices. And I'm not going to throw you under the bus. I'm not going to 
it's not nothing like that, but you're going to have to choose a little bit. Yeah, nah, none of that, brother. Here we go. You ready? Okay. Acting or motivational speaking? Oh, that's a tough one. <laughs> I, as much as I wanted to be an actor when I was a kid, I, at this point, I'm going to have to go with the motivational speaking. Oh, what? Yeah. You just yeah. told me that you wanted to be an actor since you was a kid. Oh, I know. I know. But the thing is, is... In the past five years, I've had so many people reach out to me through social media saying, hey, I stumbled across your story and thank you for being so transparent with everything you've gone through. Yeah. Um, if you can do it, I can do it kind of thing. And just being able to make that kind of an impression on a complete stranger yeah. makes me feel so good that, yeah, as much as I would love to be the um, famous actor and everything, I would much rather be able to have made that positive change in people's lives, which is why I had to say the motiv motivational speaker. You sound like a we person, too, not an I person, brother. I, I try my best to be. Good for you, brother. We're two kin spirits, man. Here we go. Next one. Okay. Working out or training? Training. Definitely training. Yeah, you're a, you're a wee person. <laughs> Last thing. If I give you the phrase, this is my moment, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? This is my moment. It's about damn time. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Silverback, we're done. Thank you so much, Patrick. It's been an honor. Hey, guys, this is the deal. Find your why. Find your reason to make you push on. Find the reason inside of you as a person that makes you want to be a better person. You got to have a reason to keep pushing. If not, it's going to be super easy to fail. Find your why. And at the end of the day, go get it! Join the movement, we bringing people together Bringing positivity, making changes for the better Cause it's all about growth, all about success We wanna see you rise, wanna see you at your best